Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever thought... Nah, there's no way I could do that. It won't work. It's too specific. They'll say no. Why hone in so much? I need to appeal to everyone. No one will ever buy it. Well, those thoughts are totally natural. We all experience them in our business development and journeys. But Hannah, today's magnificent guest on Another Idea, is going to switch that mindset to be, yeah, I'm doing this. I can do this. People will buy it. I'm going to own it. So yeah, if you want a slice of that vibe, because I tell you now I do then stick around. Let's go, team. You all right, Bab? Okay, very good. Yeah? Indeed. How are you? Excellent. Yeah, I'm good. I've just uh, refreshed my chamomile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so middle class. Oh, God, honestly. <laughs> who, who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> Where's my salmon? It's Yorkshire cup of tea. I'll, I'll be asleep in 20 minutes with, a, with this. It's normally like a... It's so zen in these vibes oh, here. lovely. Oh. Here we are, January. Yeah. It feels like this January has been just full steam ahead. We're only in, what, second week? Not even just full steam ahead. It feels like we've still got like an, an absolute mountain to climb. Yeah. But it is, it's, I'm dead excited. Me and Merla had a meeting yesterday without you, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, I know. I felt cheated on when you posted ab- that. I, I, and I was, was like, pumped after that. Mm, things got to change. So we had a things got to change. We've talked about it before on the podcast, and we'll t- we can talk about it quickly now. But we had a, we, me and Merla had a chat about her marketing masterclass that she's going to come on board with. Um, and Bring to the Melodia family. We've, we thought, oh, we'll just come, we'll just title a few episodes. Yeah, it'll just we've be a small with, thing. We've come up with twenty-eight episodes, <laughs> Igor. Around it'll just be a small thing, you it's know. Absolutely incredible. I was like, God, actually, yeah, we we actually know quite a bit of stuff. And yeah. Merla's, I mean, we we've said it all along. She's, she's the boss. She she knows her stuff. I don't think she realises just how much yeah. she she knows. So yeah, looking forward to. We're going to sit in front of the cameras next week and start yeah. filming the first few sections. And uh, yeah, that's that. That's in the pipeline. Me and yeah. you have scripted, well, not scripted. We've planned the how to add a podcast to your brand. Yep. Episodes. Yeah. And we're going to do what a, a video basics how one as well. How to add video to your business. So yeah. Yeah. There's something it's, it's coming. It's all happening. It's all yes. happening. Come on. But um, for those that are joining us right now, yeah, for the first time and continuously every week, we are 
another idea. A podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs. Just want to level up their business. And it would be amazing if you could share and subscribe to our little podcast because that's the way that we will be heard. Yeah, we're only going to be here in six months' time if people <laughs> shout about us. That's it. That's it. So we very much appreciate that. And yeah, thank you so much for showing up once again. Yeah. And I was, again, going to bang on the table, but I'm not going to. No, we, we, that might take a while for us to phase out, <laughs> yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, uh, my hands. Um, and it was, only, it was only one person that said, try not to bang on the table. So yeah. um, other people might not. But now yeah. we've done it, I'm yeah. like, I, I do it. know We are it, conscious of so it. So we are very we? aware of it. So, so thank, thank you for that. Thanks for the feedback. Um, anything else that you want to address before we, no, we bring... No, I'm just uh, excited to dive straight I, in into this one. So, it's going so, to be a good one. So I've already, I've already said to her, I have almost no questions for her because you've come up with an absolute <laughs> list of questions. It's quite... We could be here for quite a while. It's so, fine. Um, it's fine. Today we have Hannah, Hannah B. Photography. Indeed. In Hi. the studio, who's come up all the way from Cardiff. Yes, yes. Amazing how people travel for this. I know, I know. Oh, I Why it. would you want to travel and come and chat to us? Why would you want me on your podcast? That's the real question. Oh, wow. Well, people are about, about to find, to find out. out. <laughs> 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 oh, no. no, honestly, thanks so much for having me here. It's just, you know, when I got the message, it was like, me? Really? Why? And I, Is there another Hannah B? <laughs> Is there another Hannah B? There is another Hannah B photography. So I put UK like stamp that on my on my business name just to just to be clear just to be clear um but yeah it, it's it's such an honor to come here and and love traveling for it's work. a nice little so day out, the, out the office isn't it yeah it is and i did bring my laptop on the train and i only used it for the calculator so i didn't actually <laughs> do anything else um so yeah but uh, yeah it's been it's been a great day so far and um i got my hair did for today. All done. Yeah, All did. Done. <laughs> Amazing. Where's your, where's your little teddy bear it. that you were bringing as well? My where's that? Actually, it's over there. And I did run, bring Run and get, run and get, you need to get it. Shall I get yeah, it? I think yes, you need to, yes. yes. Definitely, okay. definitely. Okay, okay. Um, second, we'll just, we'll just fill, we'll fill time for a second. <laughs> um, you having a good day, hun? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> what, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, Jeremy's going out. So I've got, uh, because we have no kitchen um, and I just only have an air fryer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a. I'm going to try one of the Linda McCartney veggie burgers tonight. Ooh, a big fan Shakira. of the big fan of the Linda Ray. Fancy, <laughs> fancy. Yeah, so we're going to. I'm going to have a. I'm going to have a beef burger. Well, not a beef burger because yeah. it's not beef, is it? Yeah. But you know what not I mean. Beef. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's back, so let's cut. Yeah. Somebody, somebody did say on the previous episode, like they're here for the pate chat that we spoke. About. I, was like, I, can't, I can't even remember talking about pate, but we yeah, did. We did. We, we did. did. How you like pate on bread? And I was like, what? Yeah, you tried that yet? Yeah, I did. Did you? Just because of you? Did Did you <laughs> slice a piece? Did you toast a piece of bread? Uh, warmed up in the in the yeah. oven, and then so, did you slice it in half it. really yes. thinly? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did it work? Yeah. yeah. Did you like brilliant. it? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely brilliant. How do you have your pate, Hannah? Pate. Oh, I'm vegan, so I don't know. Some yeah, well, I'm I'm oh, I'm veggie, and my wife's vegan. But we had a Fine. we had a vegan pate over Christmas. It was, it was amazing. One, yeah, and yeah. my my mother-in-law she mixed the mushroom one into the mushroom stuffing, and then like oh. baked it. Oh. oh my god, it was so good. So actually, yes, I have, <laughs> I have a pate. Mm. Um, so this this is my this is my. Uh, non-disney affiliated <laughs> <laughs> so for those for those for those listening and not watching on youtube you have a, a small disney princess stuffed toy it's not just a small disney princess this is anna from frozen uh, this is anna this is yeah anna from frozen. so the story behind this is my 
Uh, my daughter, every time that I, uh, every time that I travel for work, um, she likes to put this in my bag, and <laughs> and it's so that I can remember her. It's something to remember her by. She's fine. Because otherwise, you'd so. forget her, your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, and then I bought my little good luck pig that I keep in my. Um, <laughs> She's got the whole family. <laughs> I do have a um, a desktop manatee. Like, well, we know. We've, we've all and seen it on Instagram now. <laughs> It's Along with your toe. Um, I was going to bring my good luck manatee. She's called Dina, but that's my desktop one. So I bought I bought my my travelling pig instead. Amazing. That goes in my photography bag. And and your daughter was she wants pictures of the of Anna, doesn't she? she in will. different locations so, throughout the course of the so day. Yeah, we'll make so sure yeah, we, we can grab do one. That. Yeah, and actually that. she's quite travelled. She's been to Ireland, Iceland, uh, up and down the country. Just you know, check her out. Well travelled. Well, well travelled. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. But um, yeah, let's get the show in the oh, road. Oh, just get off. I'm, I'm saying, let's, Hannah, yes. what do you do? So many things. Let's list it. Come on, fire them off. Let's go. Okay, so primarily, well, actually, someone asked me this question yesterday, and I was like, primarily I'm a birth photographer. I was like, hang on, primarily I'm a mother. That's probably my first thing. Sorry, children, to forget you there for a second. Um, but primarily a birth photographer and a birth worker, um, and I've just done my doula training, so I can add that to, to my packages as well, which is really exciting. How does that work? Yeah, what um, is doula training? So doula is a professional birth partner who has all sort of the knowledge of birth and emotional support and physical support if, if they need it and if they want it, and it's all tailored to each person who's giving birth and the teamwork, and I love teamwork. Like, if I were to have my top five favorite things, there'd be teamwork, noodles, gift shops. <laughs> Humanities. I'm sure there's something else. You know what? I have to admit this. Um, whilst reading your form, because we always have forms for our guests, just so we can <laughs> kind of like get a little bit of insight, really. I didn't know what a manatee was. At least I didn't know what the word was. And then I Googled it and I'm like, oh, you, it's you. And yeah. It's a sea cow. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They're great. They're vegan. They have no natural predators. Like crocodiles even get out the way. For manatees because they're just like the friendly neighbourhood like wow. sea cow, and they're just yeah. And what's your favourite noodle? I mean, I'm a big gonna... udon fan. Udon, it's got to be Udon's udon. A, udon's the noodle for me, isn't it? Wow. Igor, yeah. what's your favourite noodle? I'm not into noodles like that. Um, no, uh, I can't say. No, no, no. Uh, I have to try this. Udon. Yeah, udon. Udon's, like, udon's like, like the really thick, thick noodle. Oh, yeah. Thick noodles. And they're, oh, they're I'm sublime. usually into thin noodles, but yeah, I'll try that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you a pack of udon noodles next <laughs> thank time. You, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Wow, high level. I did not expect this conversation <laughs> to go this way. I think we can just stop now. Yeah. I'm just going to We're here for the pate and the udons. <laughs> yeah. Whoever commented about the pate is in for a treat this in week, aren't treat. they? Yeah. But no, please carry on. Um, okay. You were saying who you are and what you do. Yes. Okay. So um, I made my photography business official. Uh, two months before I gave birth to my daughter because I was in that nesting phase and that apparently that turns into going on to HMRC and making a business. Um, but then I, I've been doing photography for eons now, like a ages and ages. And um, I actually trained at drama school doing musical theatre for since I was tiny, tiny. And then I did acting for, for TV and film and voiceovers and then decided that I hated it. And I was doing photography the whole time, like, un, you know, doing headshots for, for friends and doing the odd wedding. And, uh, and then it took me quite a long time to realise, actually, that's the thing that's been the constant. That's the thing mm. that's, that's always been there, that, that freedom and that creativity within that field. So uh, I took 
like six months off to do nothing after after drama school and we lived my husband and I moved into this flat that was above this converted garage of this very very wealthy family and their garage was like a seven car garage so they could have a flat on top and there was just us and you know some resident mice that came and joined us as well because it was on a farm <laughs> and then um and then we left Oxford and then moved to Cardiff about six seven years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter and uh sort of the rest is sort of history really um how come the move um so my husband is a very smart bearded science man and uh, he did a PhD at Cardiff Uni in psychiatric genetics don't really know well, much. okay amazing <laughs> he's just a smart cookie um, so we moved uh, for his PhD and we loved it it's great there this isn't an ad for Wales but like <laughs> yeah you're still there I'm still, still, still there, in Cardiff so yeah. that, you know that's something um, and, and, then, and then when you registered your business you re- so you registered as a newborn a, a birth photographer. No, no. no. So um, weddings. So I used okay, to right. do yeah. used to do weddings and it's kind of anything I could get my hands on. I didn't really know that you could make money as a photographer without doing weddings. So I just mm. I just didn't know. I didn't do the research. Um, and then when I was in labour with my daughter, I found out that birth photography was a thing. And I was hang like, on. Whilst you were in labour, I also took my driving test while I was in labour. I didn't pass. I what? was really Hold close. On a this <laughs> Rewind. Hold on. Okay. Where, where do we start on this one? Um, this explains Hannah so, so yeah. much. But I feel like we're yeah. going to go off you on got, all You've got to slow down and break okay. this down. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So I had a very long labor. It's called a prodromal labor. It's like, I, mine was about 10, 11 days. Wow. So I had time. I had time to do pedromal labor pedromal labor yeah um so it's like a really long latent phase where everything just nothing sort of really moves but you feel everything so that was about 10 days for me so uh, i was looking on my phone i was scrolling instagram i was like i need would you be having contractions whilst that is happening for for 10 days that that was my experience it doesn't happen for for everyone um and then it didn't happen when i had my son That, that was a three-day labor and that was great actually I how, still, how rare is that um or normal how, how normal or rare is it? i don't know i've, I've honestly, never heard of, i've just, never heard of a labor going on for such a period of time that's, that's incredible yeah it, it, it completely depends there's yeah, yeah it's, it's every single birth experience yeah. is just drastically different yeah which makes the photography really really interesting yeah um and makes uh the experience really interesting as well um but so hence, the, hence the driving test you got time. <laughs> Obviously, I was and, just, and just having contractions. I was just doing driving tests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so close. Well, you can't passing. reschedule them these days, can you? you? You've got to wait a while to rebook you've them. So you might as well do it while you can. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I wanted to pass my test before, before my daughter was born, and oh man, I was so close. I was so close. Um, but I told my friend, she was like, "You should have just told them you were in labour. They would have passed you." I, I was like, oh, opportunity missed. Um, but anyway, I did my test later and it was fine. Um, and then, right, so I was in labor, I was scrolling through Instagram, trying to get some oxytocin, just desperate to, to, to get things moving. I was like, right, we've got to look at puppies, we've got to look at bunnies, <laughs> the manatees, of course, got to look at kittens. And then I was just doing the usual sort of doom scroll and uh, birth photography came up. So I'd been really interested in motherhood photography and capturing that bond and, and parenthood photography. And then, I saw that birth photography was a thing and people were 
getting paid to do to merge them really because yeah. I was thinking of going into midwifery that was a really strong a really strong urge at one point and then decided that I really couldn't give up the photography and that really would have to be pushed to the side um, if I wanted to completely throw myself into the into midwifery so and then I figured that I could maybe combine my two sort of loves mm. and it was like a light bulb moment and then I had my baby and I, I took self-portraits of my own birth that's incredible yeah. not and, with my toe and I feel, I feel that. <laughs> we have to okay I'll, I'll get thrown off track now okay let's do the toe and then I'll say what yeah, I was going to say to the toe. you do the toe <laughs> big up to the toe uh, it has to be your new slogan I'm just, I'm just throwing it in the hat um <laughs> so we always ask our guests for for some photos and and hannah being hannah um just took some <laughs> selfies or took some some photos or self-portraits let's say um with a camera in a tiny room you showed this in your stories really really well and as you're showing how you took you took those uh, portraits you literally show that you literally took it with your toe and literally with the timer yeah. and with the camera resting on a manatee just yeah. to ang- change the angle yeah, yeah. it's you just can't, you can't just it's got to be one of your most liked reels that has yeah, surely you can't just script it no. is a reel right it, it is, is a reel, yeah. it is a reel. It, so yeah. you can go back and, and watch yeah. it um, and the point I was going to make is just to just uh, obviously I'm aware there'll be people listening to this again our birth photographer what's well, it's just like in, in their head they'll have this image and mm. that I can't encourage people enough to just go and check out Hannah's work because yeah. it is it is not what's in your head. Her work is absolutely like just it's breathtakingly yeah, good, isn't it? It really is. I just find myself scrolling through it going, Oh what oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like just the emotion of it, the the power of it, the beauty of it. Um yeah, it's it's remar- it is remarkable and mm. like it's just utterly fixating. So Thank anybody you. anybody listening that's thinking like, Oh, it's just birth photographer, what oh just you know baby's yeah. been born it, it's just way above and beyond what you might imagine so go and just go and check it out yeah that's just literally looking at your work you very much changed my perception of birth photography because it can it can be easy to think of it as oh it's going to be something cheesy and, mm-hmm. and oh, just mummy and baby sort of thing but no it's just the rawness and emotion that comes from it and it's just incredible so literally as yeah. Sam said just go and check it out go and check it out it's, it's incredible thank you thank you I think one of the the really big misconceptions with birth photography is that it's it's really um, intimate as in a sense of not showing intimacy but intimate as in breaking privacy and you know um, oh it's one of the most intimate spaces you could well, step into the most vulnerable places <laughs> yeah. that you could um, be in uh, and I think a lot of people think it you know it, it's just about the the graphic side of birth and more of the more of like the the oh, I don't really know how to describe it but for me it's it's about that teamwork and it's about it's about that journey from being this one person to being a completely different mm. person once that once that baby is born um, and once you've you've gone through through that journey however however your birth unfolds because every birth is completely different there's not you know, I, I can't sort of stress that enough, um, which is, you know, it makes it makes my job really exciting. And isn't that crazy? It's my job. Mm. Like, that's just mad. Um, but it's, what happens if someone calls you now 
and say, oh, have you got... See ya. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, I, just, I just want to know about the... Like, I just the, love the, how you the, say that. The mechanic, like, how do you, how do you factor it into... How do you work oh, it into so your the, life? Yeah, it, that, so the logistics... That just fascinates me, like, how you kind of go... Yeah. Uh, like, you, so, okay, so you're going to give birth on what day? Okay, right, I'll be there at four o'clock. So. <laughs> yeah, so my... The last birth I attended, I actually had to leave uh, 3 p.m. Christmas Day. And uh, I was there all day. I think I left on the 27th and I finally got home at 4 a.m. on the 27th. So baby was born Boxing Day. Wow. Um, and with that, so so with me, I think it kind of varies between birth photographers where you can be on call from the 37 week point or the 38 week point. So I like to be fully prepared and ready by 36 weeks. Um, our contract starts at 38 weeks, but if they need me between that time, then of course I'm going to go. Um, So that can literally mean I could be on call for five weeks, I could be on call for a day, I could be on call for two weeks. Um, And it's it's about making sure that your own boundaries are set as well, about how much you can take on within that month and how much rescheduling you're able to do, um, how much... I don't know where I was going with that, but it's, it's... it's it's just an amazing space to be in that someone can trust you with so much of like your time um and there's something really special about that and i i'm very very lucky and very very privileged that my husband has a, a job where he can um it can be a little bit more flexible so he he can work from home if he needs to um and so the childcare is is basically settled I know that's a lot of a lot of people's worries that's usually Mm. one of the first questions that I get um is how I navigate motherhood and uh my business and that's a whole other thing we can we can get to that um but uh it's it's really interesting that on-call time and and setting your boundaries so I actually I stopped doing weddings maybe 2018 so I was still doing them um while doing births but birth photography was so new and so niche and no one really knew anything about it so the bookings were really far and few um few and far far and few yeah i know what you mean yeah. okay okay yeah, you got it okay um we can so, make up we can make up new phrases here anyway we, as, you know. as we will yeah That's big up to the toe big up to the toe um oh god i can't believe that and um and so it was about making sure that the on-call time uh didn't overlap with say a wedding because then it would be a choice hmm. and that's not a choice I was willing yeah willing to that's make. literally what I was thinking as you said that you were doing both at the same time I was like mm-hmm. well, what if you're a wedding and there uh, and a call comes in yeah yeah um so some people do that and they have backup photographers and um, with me uh, my relationship with my clients is of like utmost importance to me and making sure that we have that trust and that bond and because I'm I'm going into their space into their space where they're the most vulnerable um and i i'm not i'm not willing to put myself in a place where i'm not fully welcomed into the room and they don't fully want me into the room so if i have a birth inquiry and we don't and we don't mesh and when we have our call that's okay they're just i'm i don't want i wouldn't want anyone in my birth space that i didn't fully want there does that make sense yeah yeah definitely and so and it goes sort of both ways you know say if they really like my work ethic and they really like my uh my photography but i don't think i'm the right person for them then then 
that's when I would have to have to say that. So have you got any deal breakers? Um, radius. So, uh, well, actually, I'm not great with ra- <laughs> radius boundaries. I can't believe I was just completely backpedal on that one. <laughs> Hang on. Um, but from this year, actually, boundaries are really important to me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, last year, not so much. But my the the Christmas birth, which was amazing. She was absolutely incredible. Um, she's one of my really good friends. She hired me. She was the first person to hire me when we went into lockdown, and she was like, I'm going to pay you in full. I want, I want you. I'm in Manchester. I know you're in Cardiff. Um, and yeah, it was just like that, that blind. Like Trust. Never, yeah. Hmm. It was just amazing. And we've become really, really close friends, uh, since then. And so I said, yes. I, I imagine will. you just must be like that with every client though, because it's such a, it is such an intense <laughs> yeah. emotional space that yeah. like as a, as a, somebody that obviously has um, a good level of empathy and understanding and like connection like you are only going to connect with those people and mm-hmm. and that's going to be a bond that you're going to just like, I think we feel it with weddings like we you that's know exactly I, I feel like say. I, we feel I leave so weddings and feel like too. I kind of right. they become best mates but like yeah. you're it's just you two three four people in a room maybe yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm auntie to so many babies yeah I bet yeah. <laughs> so good that's the stout uh, that's the badge I want <laughs> it's, 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 how, how it's, do you um, how do you sort of describe your work you know like when you said about birth photography being something that was on your radar and mm-hmm. um, I mean my only experience of photography in the birth of children was like more post birth right, so yeah. it was like in the hospital they kind mm-hmm. of t- said kind of oh we'll come and we'll yeah. come and take some photos mm-hmm. and I'm all right thanks I'm a photographer I'm not going to pay you am I <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's not something that I was aware of existed until very until recently yeah. um, but how, how would you describe the, the kind of work that you create in that in that environment um, I think for me it's really important with my own my own creative journey is that I is that I include that creativity um, and especially for my own my own mental health and my own art for example it's it's like a therapy to to create and so while it is purely documentary there's no like hey can you just, <laughs> just baby back in you did something really nice there like that that's physically not possible um and there's uh, what I really wanted to do is make sure that I have incorporated my style and my art within birth and actually show that you know it happens every day it's messy but it's beautiful and there is beauty in so much vulnerability and something that's been shied away for such a long time actually really deserves to be celebrated Mm. because we were all born so we got a we're all here for a, <laughs> from a birth yeah so. <laughs> that's it that's it we all have that relatability really yeah um no that's incredible absolutely incredible um i just want to go back to those early years really so yes you said whilst you were um in labor you were discovering birth photography mm-hmm. so after so how soon after after that mm-hmm. did you shoot your your first oh. birth that was great. My first birth was, my daughter was seven months old. So it was all about saying, hey, this thing exists. It really only exists in America, a little bit in London. Uh, Australia is huge for it. Um, 
but this is something I want to do. I think I can do it really well. I think I can be a valuable part of your team and your, your birth journey and your experience. And it was one of my childhood friends that um, didn't have a birth partner. And I said, hey, look, I'll be your birth partner. Would you mind? And she's like, mate, go for it. And then after that birth, I just like sat in the car and just sort of took a moment and my eyes just started to well up and I just like it was like a really cheesy hallmark movie I was like I'm a birth photographer (laughs) and it was oh it was so cheesy but it was great it was one of those transformative moments um and then it was it was just like that that's amazing of your friend as well to just say yeah you go for it yeah that's amazing it's her birthday today happy birthday Um, and then my first. This is going birth, out in two weeks' time, though. But it's fine. It's okay today. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the second birth I did, uh, I wanted to, if I could, make sure that it was someone that I'd never met before, mm. um, to see my own, to see how I would react with um, making those relationships with strangers. So how did you approach that person? Because obviously, yes, you kind of like got your one portfolio in some ways that, but how, how, how did that come about? Because, so, hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hi. So I actually posted. I don't want to be uh, creepy, but can I <laughs> yeah. take photos of you having a baby? <laughs> so I actually posted on our local mums group and I made sure I had permission from the admins because sometimes those things get taken down and that's fine. Um, but I posted on the local mums group and, and someone was like, yeah, I'm interested. And I had a few people where we had conversation, it didn't really go anywhere. And you know what, that's absolutely fine because if they weren't sure straight away, mm. it's, they're not gonna be sure and, you know, in, in the moment. And that's important that they're not worrying about me at all, that I'm fly on the wall if that's what they want me to be and they can focus on themselves that's that's ultimately the main goal is for them to just completely go within themselves and and do what they need to do focus, focus on the job at hand focus, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, while i while i focus on oh that was going to be a cheesy joke on <laughs> <laughs> no that's it that's it that's it <laughs> oh god um so that was that and and that was that was great and then it just kind of kept going from there and it was word of mouth and um and and then we're here now really and that's sort of my main i guess brand sort of identity it would be like i mean in my instagram bio it's birth photographer and doula but obviously i do other things but before i had really established yes this is what i want to do because i didn't know how i was going to react in someone else's birth space I had no freaking idea. So it was kind of taking that leap of faith and and seeing how it seeing how it went. Obviously I had some interest. I wouldn't just go in if I had no interest because that's that would The calling work. was obviously there though. Yeah. If, if like midwifery was on your radar. Yeah. And, and that kind of I <laughs> this is silly. I when I was younger my my cat was pregnant and I made sure that I was there when my cat gave birth and I was like this is amazing. And um not saying that cats and humans are, you know, the same, but it, it really did sort of set something set something off for me. So that that was very cool. Um, so I have always been really interested interested in it. Um, just uh, I don't know life. I think it just right? goes like we can all say this in hindsight, can't we? Like you know now now it all looks like like you can see everything kind of fall into place, and like you now can understand why that happened. But yeah. you still have to commit to giving it a shot. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I think. I think for me, especially this year, it's about just just diving in and trying new things and putting every part of me just into 
projects and into individual shoots mm. and into things that are so muscle memory like going and doing a shoot just putting new ideas new new projects new trying new things and I always say like what's the worst they can have and they can say no uh, or or it doesn't work if it doesn't work I just won't include it in the gallery then that's fine but at least I've tried um, and so that I feel really strongly about that about about trying and just just putting myself forward because I spent a long time not doing that worried what other people would think everyone just worries about how they're coming across not really about other people um, and so this year especially I've started really listening to myself like if I'm about to do something and I feel really silly like posting that toe video I recognize that feeling of I feel like people are going to judge me and I'm like I'm going to do it anyway and I'm just going to see what happens and actually people loved it who doesn't love my toe? Big up to the toe. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And yeah. It, I've got another question. Sorry. <laughs> I've got another one. It got, makes sense. You've got yours written down. Yeah, I haven't yeah. got mine. Is it, is it, I'll ask this one then you can, you can go through no, your no, go for it. Has it been like, um, I imagine you've got some good stories, right? But has there been like, a, has there been like, obviously with confidentiality, you mm -hmm. know, you can't obviously discuss much, but has there been like kind of a standout moment in that career as a birth photographer? Is there anything that you kind of reflect on as being, wow, that like just really got me? So the first birth that I ever did, that was, that was a very emotional transformative time uh, for me. Uh, the first time I was let into theatre to photograph a C-section was I was so nervous and had to put on scrubs and I thought I would look so freaking cute like Grey's Anatomy but no it was just like loft troll here <laughs> take, taking photos um, had to learn everything on the spot learn all about you know keeping things sterile keeping out of the way not making a sound um, I was very nervous my heart was going oh my god I feel like any, everyone could hear it but that was that was huge that's the thing yeah it's, it's amazing of the, of the hospital going as well whilst to... everything is happening i don't know what you shoot with but canon r5 r5 yeah it's amazing yeah. of the of the hospital or, or wherever you were to yeah. to allow you to do that as well because i can and imagine very i can imagine some people would go you ain't coming in uh, uh, like, overwhelming majority of the time mm. um i had a very special circumstance where my client who's now a very very good friend and a return client actually um is a midwife at that hospital so her friends were doing the surgery and her friends were facilitating um, her birth. And so I was very, very lucky to be allowed in. It's not unheard of, but mm. it's definitely not sort yeah, of what an experience. And so that, that, felt, that felt amazing because it was like that trust being put on in a really, really delicate space. And it was great. It was so chill in there. They just, they crank up the music, they connect phone to the Bluetooth and they're like, well, do you want a playlist on? Put a playlist on. The, you know, the surgeons are just chatting, obviously focusing. Um, every, it's, it's really cool. It's really chill. Um, and I remember leaving that with like my little crocs that say birth partner on. And I was like, I don't want to, I want to take these home. <laughs> Put them on a frame or something. But uh, that was really transformative. I've got some funny stories about my, not, not about my clients, about me. So there was one, um, there was one instance at my sister-in-law's birth, actually. I was still breastfeeding my son, so I had to take a, a hand pump with me, and it was really creaky, like a haunted door. And so I went to the, the private bathroom right to the back so they wouldn't hear me because they were, they were snoozing. 
And what I didn't realize is that the shower was an automatic shower, like a sensor one. <laughs> and so it just, it just like turned on and I was there like, oh my God, okay. And then I realized actually, no, it's fine. I've packed spare clothes, always pack spare clothes. If anyone wants to become a birth photographer, just pack your freaking spare clothes because you never know when you're gonna be an idiot or need them. Um, so that was really funny and I walked out and they were like were you having a shower and I was just like drenched not intentionally like this and I was like uh. and then I just changed and it was fine um but it's it's just great that that my clients as well have we're so chill with each other like I can literally make a mistake like that obviously that's not affecting them yeah. and we just laugh about it that's really important is that client relationship just like wedding photography as well you, you have to have that relationship and you have to have that that back and forth yeah that's a two-way sure that street as well isn't it like you yeah. said at the start it goes both ways doesn't it how yeah. do you establish that rapport because um we talk about it all the time in terms of like the access that we get and that we're privileged to get at weddings but it's it's a whole other level for birth mm. how do you get that rapport how do you establish that sense of trust really because how <laughs> tell us tell us now um individually so not with like hospitals and things that's that that's sort of a different ballpark but individually with my clients yeah that's what i mean right so i i make sure that we before they book on before we go ahead with anything we have a conversation if it can be in person um it, it's got to be in person um if it can't then it's video chat and it's with um the birth person and birth partner. So making sure that everyone is on board. Yeah. Um, that's very, very important. Um, it's, it's basically them asking me questions and I, and I talk about what's included, um, what my role is, what, you know, I, I want to understand what they expect my role to be. Um, and then we can sort of navigate it from there. And, um, it, it's it's amazing just seeing people sort of relax a little bit when they when they can actually see you and they can actually have that conversation mm. and ask the questions they've been afraid to ask because birth photography is still really really niche in the UK it's getting bigger which is amazing um, yeah so I think I think it's just about making sure that communication is there from the very, very beginning and ensuring that goes through the, the whole the whole way, especially when they need to call you at three in the morning when they're in labor, making sure they feel comfortable enough to call you if even if it might be a false alarm. So I true, <laughs> so true, because it so, could happen so easily in terms of like, oh, actually, no, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Not, it's not happening today. And that has happened quite a few yeah. times, yeah. The longest birth I've been at was four days and the shortest birth was two hours wow. so it, it really varies what's the, what is the kind of radius how like what's the furthest field you've gone for a you said you said manchester didn't you that, that's the furthest yeah i don't recommend it um because it's you know that drive back is tired the drive there fine full of adrenaline yeah. we're ready to go we're excited i've got sweets i've got sugar i'm good um, I mean, I've got healthy snacks that give me vitamins. No, no, I have sweets. Um, and then the way back, I make sure in my car I packed a pillow and I packed a blanket um, so that I can stop off at services and sleep if I need to. Yeah. Um, I remember coming back from Manchester 
not this time around, but um, another time around when I went to go and see my client, it took me about nine hours to get back because I was so tired um, and I just I just had to keep stopping. Also, the traffic was terrible, but that's out of my control. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's just I think okay. So my radius this from now on. <laughs> the new boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> um, my radius from now on is um, hour and a half maximum okay. from 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 where I am. Um, I do have a package for out of radius births however i might be taking that off um and i also have a different package for um people who are um having um scheduled c-sections so that that on call time it basically is moot that doesn't exist because that's really what the majority of the fee is is that on call time where i can't book in other big projects i can't book in workshops mm. i can't go and leave the country or or Go party, partying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just in the club. In the club. Yeah. Having a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, it, the majority of the fee is that on call time. And it's making sure that, that, that that's known as well. And the clients know that because it's, it's, not, it's not cheap because it can't be if that makes sense. You mm. have to charge for the time that you're on call for to make up for all the other things that you can't, you can't book in for yeah. that time. Um, so I don't have a January birth, so I can do lots of other things. Like come here. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, it's just about making sure you set those boundaries as well and, and making sure everyone's comfortable, including yourself. <laughs> Studio Ninja, Igor. <laughs> Here we go. Now I'm off again. But I, I wanted to—I just wanted to talk about one more thing because I think, and I'm not here to criticise one of our sponsors, but I think they're missing a trick. Ooh, shots fired! Tell yeah. us. Yeah, tell us what so you they think. are. It's—it claims to be designed by photographers for photographers, which mm -hmm. it is. It is designed by photographers for photographers. Yeah. So I'm not arguing that. But it's not just for photographers. That's it. So much I just more. think it's for any, anybody that's in a service-based industry. This this piece of software is invaluable. I've had friends that are MUAs, hairstylists, florists, stylists. You know, you name it. I've had them all reach out and I've given them sort of guidance and setting them up that have gone on to use Studio Ninja and like, this is invaluable for our business. Yeah. So um, if Studio Ninja are listening and watching this back, might want to think about who you're targeting it yeah. to because actually yeah. I yeah. think it's... I think they're missing a trick. I think Go there's a the whole masses. market. There's a whole market out there that, you know, you don't just need to be a, f a photographer or a videographer in the wedding industry. If you are a service-based industry and you've got clients or couples, whoever they may be, and you need to book people in, you need to send them automated emails, invoices. Um, you know, the system and the software is yeah. there for for anybody to use in, in in whichever business they're they're operating in. Yeah, get student ninja. There you go. So, so what's the discount people... code, Igor? Uh -oh. You should know it by now because I've told you a few times. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I wonder what I'm it could be. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, I'm joking. It's another idea. It's that simple. So if you go to Studio Ninja, um, type in that at the checkout and you'll get 50% off for the whole year and you'll get the first month free. You get the first month free and then another idea gets 50% off their first annual subscription. There we go. There you go. Sorted. Go, go get it. And how many how many births a year? Um, like what's a what's a busy a busy diary look like? I personally take maximum of two births a month, uh, and I actually sometimes take big chunks of months 
off. Um, and it also depends on, I mean, so in South Wales at the moment, there are no home births allowed um, at all, which, which really affects business. Um, and obviously it affects them more um, but uh, most of my clients are actually Bristol and Bath sort of like just going over the bridge um, so that's it's not really a problem but it's I take maximum of two births because what if they overlap and I make sure so say if uh, someone's uh, estimate due date was at the beginning of the month that also includes half of the yeah, previous, the previous month, one yeah. and then two weeks ish after that date as well so that is a huge chunk of time so I say two maximum a month so that I can also give myself the downtime to rest and recover because being present at a birth is a huge thing um not just not just for the people who are giving birth obviously majority them um but for people being present as well that that post-birth nap is that where it's at? Is it? Yeah. That hits the spot. That's so <laughs> yeah. good. We talk about wedding hangovers. <laughs> no. we, don't, we don't know nothing. I'm no, doing. we know nothing. Four, day, four days. <laughs> oh. oh god. But yeah, it's you know, especially with the four four day ones, it is about managing your expectations and managing your boundaries and 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 being clear to your client and having that relationship to say, hey, I'm actually I'm only human. I need to sleep. I need to go and get some food. I need to rest, and then I can be better for you. It's kind of like the the oxygen mask thing in planes. You've got to you take care of yourself. You have to put it on yourself first before you can help yeah. anyone else. And that's exactly what it's like in birth. Um, it's, it's emotional as well. Like that emotional um, load you can really take on. And so debriefing afterwards is really important. Um, so I just did my doula training, and part of that is having a mentor that you can, who, who's sort of uh, well-versed in the field that you can debrief and you can say, hey, this, this didn't align with my morals. Can I, can I talk to you about it? Or this birth was great and then more stuff just comes out. But it's really important to, to debrief about that. So it's not just, it's not just that on-call time, it's the afterwards, it's that making sure that you're well-rested and emotionally and mentally healed and prepared for the next birth because yeah. you don't want to take someone else's birth into the next one yeah, yeah. That's i think it's incredible you've done that 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 do the do the training i think that's really incredible yeah. because it kind of it takes away that barrier as well for a, i imagine for a lot of women to, to yeah it kind of gives them a, a reassurance that you're not just there as a photographer like you're there as a support as well and yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a really you know, incredible thing to have to have done and added to your business yeah and, it says something about you and your character really yeah, but, totally because even hearing you're talking about birth photography and just the experience in, in itself in general, you, we can see about your face and everything that you're saying that you're so excited and passionate about it, which yeah. is incredible. It comes down to but, like, how can you serve your clients better, yeah, doesn't it? Exactly. In and, like the most extreme way. Yeah. Like, how, can you, <laughs> exactly. how can you support them during what is the how most- How can I make this amazing you know, for you? The, most, the, biggest, the biggest milestone of anyone's life. Yeah. How, can you, how can you offer the support and the, the direct whatever it is that yeah. goes into that i mean i've not done my daughter training so i don't know but like how do you off, how, it's just in, i think it's incredible that you've done that i really thank do. you and it was really important for me to have that to have that certification um i still got a bit of coursework to do to to finally get my actual sort of stamp of approval but i've done all my training um because there's no actual official board 
that can officially certify you as a doula. So you have to do it sort of privately. So anyone can call themselves a doula. And actually, I, I, I mean, do... photography is not a real job either. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> just made up jobs. It's all just scams. Yeah. <laughs> we just made it up. We just play. What do you do for a real job? Yeah. And, you know, what, what do you do during here, the week? Really? <laughs> um, so it was really important to me to, to have that knowledge so that I felt confident in... Um, in my ability to, to serve my, my clients the best and in my ability to know who I am as a birth worker and, and, as a, and as a doula as well. That's really important to me. I think especially knowing my own birth experiences, it's important to have the support you need and I want to be that person for people that want it and it's, it's amazing the trust that people put in you. Like when you really think about it, that's nuts like that is insane to for someone to say you can come to my birth yeah i think i think they trust you because they've because you've you've earned that trust Mm. like you've earned it by putting out a really high quality product that you know you consistently back up Mm -hmm. by showcasing your skills as a person and a a very affable likable person that you would want to have around you that's also got their interests at heart Mm -hmm. like that's yeah. It's everything that you just go yeah, to trust, isn't it? it? The that's perfect it. storm. Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. It is. It just shows. I brought Anna along to your birth. <laughs> and the lucky pair. <laughs> and they will take care of you. Oh, and I've got a manatee in their car. And then all of a sudden actually, they're like, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> this pig has actually come with me to birth because I put it in my photography bag. So this, this pig is at your birth. It, it's there. Um, it's there. Um, it's interesting that you say about um, you know like the personality and then the product because I was really having a chat with my with my designer by my web designer about my brand and I've struggled she will she's gonna watch this and she's gonna be like Han <laughs> uh, I've struggled with my brand for a really long time because of me because I I thought that my the way my brand looked and the way I had to present myself had to be reflective of the products that I put out but if you look at my work, it's very dark, moody, intimate, sentimental and raw. But actually, I'm kind of just a bit of a goofball. And I was hiding that for the longest time because I thought clients didn't want someone that didn't match up with the thing they were creating. And I've been following Lewis Capaldi on TikTok, <laughs> right? And I, I was think not expecting that name to come out. But yeah. I think he's the example. best example for this. And that's what I'm trying to be more like as Lewis Capaldi this year. Because, right, an angel must have come down and just, like, given birth in his throat, right? Because his voice is stunning. He is nuts. And he showcases that. His character and is just off the it. wall. Right. But his random <laughs> and energetic yeah. and sarcastic and just like he does unpredictable. not give two shits to say about <laughs> yeah. anyone thinks he's awesome yeah and it's incredible he's actually really given me that that confidence to to have the art that I create and also be myself because I think I think it's really important to to showcase who you are alongside your art as well I yeah. think I don't think the two can live separately so your your guest suggestion then is lewis capaldi but only if That's, i can be here yeah okay with the pig yeah we'll we'll do that we'll get we'll get the boss to clip it up <laughs> i bet you he'll do it i bet you i bet you why not challenge um, accepted yeah <laughs> um 
something I was going to ask, which very much touched upon what you were saying about being yourself, really, um, is, so you're a mother of two. How have you found that becoming a mother? So, obviously, with what you said in terms of your story, um, yes, you had your first child, then you moved into birth photography, exploring it. Mm -hmm. But being a mother, yeah, just being a mother in general, how has that changed your perception of what you do in terms of birth photography? Anything within that that you can sort of like expand? It's, it's honestly changed everything. And it's not just about the business and not just about the photography. It's changed everything about who I am and the, the possibility of, of who I can be as well. They, my, I was saying, I was saying in the car, like my kids are nuts, and they are my two little roommates, and I love them to absolute pieces, and they make, they make my work better, and they make me better, and I know, I know my experience becoming, becoming a physical mother when I gave birth, and how trans, like, that just completely shifted something within me. And it made me be able to see other people's experiences. And I, I know how important it was to me and that, that shift, I mean, like how the importance of that shift in personality and the way I quite literally see the world. And I, I wanted to give people the gift of being able to see that in themselves. Hmm. That moment of that shift um, is just... I don't know, there's something incredible about witnessing someone going through just the most intense patch and then relief. And then it, they are changed, you know. You're, you are a human before you give birth and you are a human before you become a parent, but you're a different human once that child is born. And my own experience of experiencing that is that it's been so profound and deep and kind of like deep set in my in my body and in my brain and just just the way that I see the world I just wanted to show that other people experience that too and you know I I didn't have that actually no that's not true I do have an image of the moment my daughter was born my husband like just shoved my camera into the midwife's hands <laughs> and she was like what do I do and then and I was it's I, on back button focus <laughs> uh, just uh... <laughs> can you just ISO please yeah, yeah. Real, right. quick. real quick real quick yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang, um, hang on hang on, <laughs> hang on. Wait. Um, and that image I so she my, my daughter was born and I just burst out into laughter like absolute manic laughter and it was amazing and I love the fact that she was born into laughter and that image is just that and I, I why, la why laughter what what I what think it was relief yeah. um I think it was like was this like the 10 day 10 day this one was the, yeah, this yeah, was yeah fair the, enough the 10 yeah. day <laughs> I think it was also the fact that like holy crap there was a human there yeah shit <laughs> um, just got real yeah yeah and I, you know, the following weeks after I gave birth to my daughter, I suffered really badly with postnatal depression. But that image, I framed it and I put it right next to my front door. So every time I came home or I left or I was struggling to leave the house and I was sort of standing at the door deciding whether or not to cancel plans because mm. I, I couldn't physically bring myself to go out, I would look at that picture and think, I can do hard things because I've done hard things. And 
that moment for me has has been really imperative in in the way that I take pictures for other people's births to give them that that image of holy crap I'm amazing I can do this I've, I've done hard things and that was a hard thing and I can do more hard things and I can I can live my life knowing that I accomplished this yeah incredible there's an image that stands out on, on your feed oh, there's lo- that, I mean there's loads of images but just you talking about that there was one in particular I don't know if it's if, I don't know if it's a pinned one but where it's like a kind of top down shot mm-hmm. uh, and I'm assuming it's a home birth and she's she almost looks like she's like roaring and she's oh. just given birth yes yeah. and I think baby's on her chest and you're like like the just the, the power in the shot it's just yeah. like remarkable yeah it's like how that must feel for her and mm-hmm. her family can't even can't even imagine, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, yeah. What a what a gift what? to be able to give that to you, to your clients. It's the privilege. It's incredible. But what a gift. To yeah. He gay. How are you feeling, Sam? It's emotional, isn't it? I know you are. It's emotional. You are. Yeah. You're watering. Oh, You're watering. I'm just going to drink my chamomile tea. <laughs> just give me a moment. I think also because <sighs> you know being in labour, you know that that is intense in itself and yeah. I, from my own experience I do not remember like 80% of, of what happened in that mm. time and I, I had a birth photographer with my son and see, looking back and filling in those gaps has been really really helpful for you know for my own healing as well because yeah. it, it fills in a story of a really intense time in my life where I actually was a little bit out of control I, I didn't have full control of a situation and I don't remember parts of that situation. And so it, it give, gave me the opportunity to take back some of that control because it helped me fill in the gaps, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and that's what I really like, is also being able to show my clients how I see them. Because especially, you know, if they suffer with postnatal depression afterwards, it's, it can be really helpful for them to hear how I perceived them in that moment, how I perceive them as a mother, as as a parent. And it's just, I'm just a bit dumbfounded. Like, it's just amazing. It is remarkable. I just, it is absolutely <laughs> remarkable. And I remember taking that picture because I had the R5s so I flipped the screen down and I was kind of like blind. Got your arms out. It was like this. And I remember taking it and I was like, holy shit. All right. That's the one I'm going to edit first. Um, and it was it was just awesome and then being able to show her that so mm. I actually put that one in in the previews um, of their birth and you know make like a, a very small story start to finish for their previews so it, it helps them immediately sort of process if they, if they want to see it and then obviously when they get their full gallery it's the whole sort of shebang but I remember taking that photo and I was like, oh, that's really crisp. That's a keeper. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That, and that, that image as well, like just what you've just described there is kind of, it's kind of like the creative process, isn't it? You know, you, you can't just make, you can't just come up with that. It doesn't just happen. Like things mm-hmm. have to align. You have to work through something, don't you? To mm. Something will have led you to go, I'm going to hold my camera up here above my head. Yeah. And, you know, that's just. Yeah. And that that has only come with practice yeah. and that's only come with experience and, and putting myself out there and, and doing births for free um, which I, I don't recommend because that's a lot of time um, obviously it's a, a privilege to be at that birth but and to get that portfolio material but actually the reason the way that I got my first few births wasn't just from birth photography especially my first birth 
or maybe even my second one, um, I showed newborn images and said, this is the style of work that I can, that I can create. I'm looking to expand into this. Would you be willing to take that risk, take that chance? Um, and they did. And so I'm very thankful for that, for all those people, all those families that have taken a chance on me. <laughs> well, you've, you've, you know, you've totally repaid it. Yeah, that trust definitely, and that chance. Definitely. Auntie Han. Oh! <laughs> With the big toe. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Um, I guess the pandemic would have been a massive challenge for you in terms of like mm. having access to your couples or yeah, to to your mothers and whoever was giving birth. How how did you find that? I actually have a really fun story. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, the pandemic was hard. That was really hard. So I'm in my, uh, I had to make some changes in my business and in what I could offer because I couldn't physically go out and go out and shoot. And so um, that was the moment I'd already started sort of my education business. And that's the moment I really sort of put everything into it. And very, very grateful that took off really well. And that took off really nicely. And I've got a really incredible group of um, mentees, I've got a separate birth mentee group and then general mentees and they are just outstanding, they're, they're amazing and um, during the pandemic I actually photographed a virtual birth so you know people were doing virtual shoots yeah, um, mainly portraiture yes so I did. How do you photo? How what? We did. How do you do that? <laughs> for iPhones. I've never really understood this the virtual thing anyway. So let's just let's just work. Let's break it down. If I, if I can understand how you can photograph a virtual birth, then I'm gonna. I've got it. I've got it. So seven eye. So what we did is we we had a couple of dry runs. Um, so basically, what happened in uh, in the actual birth is I was propped up in the corner on Zoom, and I was watching the birth from Zoom from my living okay. room. Um, from one angle and then her mum was her second birth partner um, and she had her um, my client's her daughter's camera she was a photographer as well um, and I was telling her where to go what to do I, so I was in Bluetooth in oh, her okay. mum's ears yeah. I was also on the phone so she was holding the phone and she was also taking pictures of the camera I could also see her through zoom and I was able to speak to her and direct her about where to go and what to do and it was really funny because I was I was tr I was talking to my client as well I was like baby you're doing such a good job I'm so proud of you and she was like she can't hear you <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh yeah <laughs> um and uh and it worked really well so we used the app I, I can't remember which app it was maybe the shutter app I'm not entirely sure, um, to do the virtual birth. And then also she sent me the SD card after in the yeah. post and edited and then. So, so are you having a live feed of through the camera or? Through the phone. Have, so what, so two, I had two, two live feeds. feeds. So one through the Zoom. laptop, Zoom. Yeah, yeah so you can one. see the space. So I can, and then yeah. a, a live feed through the camera so that you can see through what the camera's the, seeing. Through the phone. Oh, through the phone. Yes. But so, so mum was actually Pressing the shutter. Yes. Right. Okay. Then, wow. Because the daughter was a good work, photographer. Mom. Yeah. Yes. And I was also taking pictures through. The so I suppose you kind of like through the phone. Yeah. Through so the shutter app. So there were two app. different perspectives you, and yeah, obviously yeah. two different qualities yeah. of image. Yeah. Um, but it worked really well. Yeah. And the editing was a bit of a well, challenge. Well done to mum on that one. That because that must have been a you know yeah, like watching your daughter who, give birth must be stressful enough, let alone having a phone and a camera. Yeah. 
Um, but she fully delved Brilliant. into it. It was amazing. a proper team. She was, yeah. she was amazing. Um, and I, we were just like having a little little wee chat while it was happening. She was like, oh, she's doing a good job, isn't she? And she's like, I'm just going to get a cup of tea. I'm just going to put the phone down. So that's all right, babe. <laughs> and, um, but it worked really well. And we did those dry runs um, where we set it up exactly yeah. exactly how. Um, and my, my client would sort of just sit on a birth pool, a birth ball sorry and we would turn all the lights off and just have the fairy lights so have it exactly settings what like lighting wise how it was going to be so yeah. we could test it out we could think okay these are the best settings for these lighting conditions a lot of challenges it was really hard and we took a risk and she was like well i, I want it documented so let's just give it a go and i was like yes amazing let's let's do it um that was cool. That was very, very cool. That's incredible. It just so shows your ingenuity, really, to kind of like just provide something new and just adapt to however the environment is giving you. And yeah, smashed it. Well done. That's a real skill in business, full stop, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've all, it. You know, we've talked about a few times here yeah. about how you kind of, you have to, you have to move. Yeah. You know, we're having to do it at the moment. Yeah. You know, we're about to do it in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to think about things and I've got an idea and everything else, but to actually put it into action and then see the results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You mentioned your, your mentees, your crew. Yes. Um, how have you found the whole journey of becoming an educator and then providing workshops and yeah just unleashing everything that you know into into the ether into the space that yeah (laughs) it's so cool and and it's it's such a privilege I think I wrote in my questionnaire that there was one thing you're most proud of and I think I put of of, of all these mentees and uh, of being able to help them on on their journey and they each have their own businesses and they're each sort yeah. of thriving and and you know just being part of that obviously they're the ones doing all the hard work they're they're putting in all all the effort all the passion um but being able to see sort of where the gaps are and having that conversation thinking okay well let's brainstorm i love a brainstorm i love it and we it's just been incredible to see all of these businesses just thrive. It's amazing. Um, and so at the moment in the Menti group, we've got over 40 students in there. Um, and it's great. And I've uh, been doing shoot-alongs. So they come and we work together. They see how I shoot. And uh, they have the opportunity to shoot and direct purely and I take like a full step back just explain they... how that goes because yeah. me and Sam we were chatting before and, and full disclosure <laughs> I'm going to confess it <laughs> we were chatting and I'm like what were we chatting we about read, we were read the form <laughs> and you said something on the lines of the first ever birth, birth photography workshop oh, and I was like I was like no way that can be true no way that it can be the first ever birth photography workshop and then I did my research Very nice. afterwards and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> this definitely hasn't yeah. happened before. No. No. Uh, so just go, go okay. a bit deeper into kind of like what happens at the workshops and how you actually do it. Okay. And what do you kind of like set up for your mentees? Because yeah, it actually doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, can't, you can't really get models for that, can yeah. you? Yeah. So, or can uh, you? Or, well, maybe. Listen. Okay. Well, <laughs> 
Um, so the birth photography workshop, I'm I'm so proud of it. It's like it's like my own little baby as well, and um, I'm very very proud of the fact that it is it is the UK's first one. There have been like portfolio building days, or maybe like a day in the US. Um, I could be wrong. There could be more, just not that I've seen. No, um, there isn't. There, fabulous. Um, <laughs> Done your deep dive, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the UK. There was such a gap in the market for for birth photography and birth photographers and i know how beneficial birth photography is and having those images from my own experience and from hearing it from from my clients as well and i thought you know what there are people out there that want to do birth photography and don't know where to start um, i figured it out by myself and i wish that i hadn't i wish that i had someone to, to help obviously i had people you know, very seasoned birth photographers from all around the world that I could speak to and I could ask questions and that was incredible. But I had this idea that when I first started uh, advertising for births, I didn't have anything that looked like a birth, apart from the newborn images that, you know, if they're very, very new and very fresh and squidgy, then that could work. But it would have been really beneficial for me to to be able and for, for potential clients to see how I how, how it could possibly look and how they could look in the space if that makes sense so with the birth photography workshop I only have five tickets per workshop uh, the reason I do that is so that it, because it's set in a home so we're sort of reimagining not reimagining just recreating a home birth scene uh, the reason I only have five is one, I want to make it intimate and, and get to know everybody and get to know um, the, the help they need and the guidance they need. But also that could be the amount of people at a home birth. And so you have to navigate all these other photographers and not get the photographers in the shot. Um, and I did that purposefully so that if there are quite a few people at a home birth, it's about making sure that you don't get in the way and uh, it's it just takes it away from what it naturally is, doesn't mm, it? So, mm. so, um, so with the workshops, they're very cool. So we've done three now, and the fourth one is going to be in Dublin this year in April, which is very cool. Um, how it works is we have uh, the portfolio building section to start off with, um, where I have a model who is quite heavily pregnant. I have a birth pool, I have fairy lights. I basically set it up as a as a home birth environment um and then i annoy my students that's brilliant quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> um, by introducing challenges of what home birth would be like so without warning i just put bin bags up on the windows and just turn off the lights and then they have to adjust their settings they have to like because you do hmm. in birth the lights can just they're like i don't want the lights on fine the lights turn off what do you do you have to adapt so it's all about adapting in that space and then i'll just like flick them back on and it's just this collective ah oh, <laughs> come on <laughs> um but it's really interesting um about being able to show show the students how you can still have your own style while yeah. photo photographing something so completely documentary um and then after that we have pizza every single time it's been pizza <laughs> i mean where do i sign up <laughs> just just come for that <laughs> um and then um, 
and then we go into the education section um, and it's this big presentation and it's a really open discussion people can jump in ask questions write things down and um, I'm really excited this year because I um, am creating my own birth photography certification that's going to be run through me so if they do a course with me or a birth photography mentorship with me there's going to be a little bit of work after that and then they can get like a stamp of approval on their website Love showing that. that they're an official UK certified birth photographer. So that's coming very soon. Once I decide my branding. I think, I think one, thing that, one thing that you talked about then that kind of got me thinking as well is about like the, the you've said it a couple of times, it's not huge in the UK, mm-hmm. but it's starting to grow. And obviously a sign, of, a sign of that is the workshops. And I think, I think it's one of those things that people just need to see it a bit more. Yeah. Like you being mm-hmm. here talking about it mm-hmm. is going to impact people. people people will listen to this that will have friends that are pregnant or have friends that are pregnant and yeah. it will enter their sort of their their ether and they'll be kind of like oh actually no I would never have thought of that but yeah. no I've seen I've seen that work and actually that is beautiful and yeah I could do it and that would be amazing and I think it's only going to kind of grow isn't it yeah. over time yeah. it just it takes people to see it sometimes to realize that they can go and yeah. That, that, yeah. that it exists and see it to believe it yeah and it's, and, it's brilliant yeah. and it's it like i was saying earlier about the misconceptions about what birth photography is is that um the thing that i i really like and i really encourage my my students to do is to make sure that they are having those conversations with with their clients and i have conversations with my clients what are your boundaries mm. what what do you are there anything specific that you would like photographed i will try my best (laughs) or are there things that you don't want when baby's being born where do you want me do you want me here behind you so that it's this way so that your privacy is completely kept compromised (laughs) yeah um or do you want to see baby's entrance yeah it's completely completely personal Um, and I think a lot of people don't understand that they think it's sort of more of like a a 360 kind of thing but for for me I really comfort is my uh, is my top priority for my clients and so making sure we have those really really in-depth conversations about my role where they want me what they want me to do what they want me to capture what they don't want me to capture is is really important Um, and so we talk about that talk about that a lot but you're absolutely right it's it's about showcasing and showing showing birth in a way that is different to how birth is portrayed in the media because yeah. it's always emergencies or yeah, it's always yeah. waters break yeah. let's go yeah and sometimes it can be really graphic as well and that's the yeah. thing that um mothers think birth is solely about perhaps yeah. and where there's a lot of beauty in it there's yeah. a lot of incredible things happening and yeah and I totally understand, like, why wouldn't you think that it was graphic if that's all you've been shown? Yeah. Um, so I have some fun ideas that I'm going to keep lock and key about, um, about being able to share birth photography and not just birth photography, but just positive birth, in, yeah. but through like an artistic eye to, mm-hmm. to a wider audience. Um, but I can share with you after. Yeah, amazing. Yes. After is everyone warm enough, by the way? Are we okay? It's getting chilly. It's getting, it's getting chilly. chilly but <laughs> we're getting there. We have had, we've had snow this week and it's an old building. So I do apologise. No, that's cool. Um, something that I love about your work is that, um, especially when you're sent in sort of like your portfolio in sort of like, I don't know if they were sort of like your favourite images or not, the ones that you sent to me and Sam. Mm-hmm. But I love the the versatility and variety of it really 
um, is it wasn't it wasn't just can I say just in brackets really um, birth photography but you had motherhood photographers in there a photography in there but with some kind of like elements of fashion in there we were quite really cool and everything else so how do you how do you round everything up and kind of like just try to keep your portfolio sort of like cohesive and yeah yeah that uh, is a very good question and that's um that's something that's important to me is making sure that even if i'm taking uh couples pictures or if i'm taking pictures of a baby it's my style so it's it's easily recognizable as oh that that's hb's work I can't believe I just referred to myself as HB. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, um, that that's really important to me, and and I think it's mm, that was a lot of sounds. I just think that um, birth, and when we get to that point, it's kind of who we are leading up to that point, and if you know that is that means that you you want to have couples images or that means you want to have maternity images or just images of yourself I think the human experience is really exciting to me and I'm really fascinated by humans as a whole and actually it, I think probably I quite like it because birth is so different in every single aspect and humans are so different in every single aspect and I think there's something really really beautiful and exciting and, and, and enticing about that and so I like to take lots of different things but but keeping it cohesive in maybe style colouring I suppose um, and just also making sure that I'm having fun with it as well and not actually being too stressed about it being this perfect board you know mm. especially with Instagram it is our online portfolio but you know we could get so caught up in curating it to look perfect it never does never does and why should it like no. if we aim for perfect and we get there where are you going to go everything else is just going to be boring after that because you're never going to get better than perfect because that's your top standard yeah. and I, I think it's about as well like kind of creating like reminding yourself who you're doing it for as well isn't it like i always think you know that the trap that igor's kind of i suppose you kind of set is almost like the people that kind of trying to do it to impress other people all the time mm. rather than just doing it to just be pleased with themselves and, and to I've be like, definitely been there you know, I think we all have I think, mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. a part of the journey of being a photographer yeah. it's like figuring stuff out yeah. you know and that's great yeah. I think you should figure it out you should get yeah. it wrong and there is so much amazing stuff that can be found in getting stuff wrong and it, it was kind of a big switchy point when I realised it's okay to just get things wrong. No yeah. one cares. No one cares as much as I care about their opinion. And um, my therapist had a very, very good thing that she says, and I think about it a lot, that she says, if you're going to live in your imagination, you might as well imagine something good. And I think about that a lot because I'm always thinking, oh, this person is judging me for this, or they're not, they don't like my images because of this, or I shouldn't have said that because of this. But that's my thoughts, right? So I might as well imagine something good. Ugh. As you were what talking, and I promise this is true. Oh. <laughs> I'm not just saying this. <laughs> as you were talking previously, especially when you were describing your clients, and, and, and I, I was kind of like thinking in my head, um, your emotional intelligence is kind of like just off the charts. Um, uh, it's, 
it's, it's one of those things like how do you teach emotional intelligence to people kind of like um, and, and I'm, I'm not sure like, yeah here's a great exhibit <laughs> yeah. kind of like just, just listen to this yeah. and here's a great exhibit and I was sort of like thinking um, question was going to be have you if you it's not even like that. just psychology in, gen in general are you interested in that because your emotional intelligence is off the charts but then you mentioned your psych psychiatrist so I'm kind of like yep yeah, yep yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she's definitely oh, it's a high level it. of self-awareness yeah, isn't it exactly that yeah I think exactly that I think for me it's taken me a really long point and actually like you said you know we're only two weeks into January and I feel like I'm a different person in this these last two weeks and I know people have like these new year's resolutions and kind of think as, uh, of the new year as um as a fresh start and actually I've really tried to intentionally do that but actually also take the pressure off I put so much pressure on myself to to get things right to get things perfect to to be this person but actually I was forgetting to just exist and have fun existing and and being here getting a train like all of that was super fun and I I think I'm probably I enjoy talking about emotions because it's such a huge part of how my art is created and I don't think that I could create the art I do if I didn't put emotion into it and didn't hear people's stories and so especially with shoots I like to chat with them and, and ask them about their story and, and then they sort of relax in because they're, they're thinking about past lovely things or you know how they got to this point or or struggles that they've gone through to get to this point infertility or loss or whatever and it's there's something really special about being able to show people their their story but i think actually the emotional intelligence probably comes from trauma <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're good we're all good got my lucky pig i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I do think that it, it took me personally to get to a point where I couldn't live the way I was living. I couldn't think mm. the way I was thinking anymore because it was destructive. And I couldn't grow as a person or an artist or a mother or as a wife or as a friend um, or just someone you pass in the street that, that makes your day. Like I, I can't, couldn't become that person without all of that and without making that specific intentional change to just live does that make sense yeah totally yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know how we follow it up but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, no, looking, no, I was just looking at Sam I'm like Sam no, say something I, do, I, do, say I something. do think I, do, I mean I, I'm not I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm a creative I'm not versed in, in trauma and psychology but you do often find that people that have a, a level of self-awareness have, have have experienced some kind of trauma mm-hmm that, you know, it might be anything. It doesn't have to be like a... Uh, there, are, there are obviously different levels of trauma, aren't there? Yeah, that's it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and everybody yeah. has their own version of what a trauma might be. But yeah, I think yeah. sometimes it's... That's it. It's just... It's something that just shocks you, obviously. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you obviously... Whatever yours was, you obviously got to a point where you like realise that yeah, something had to change. And yeah. that makes you step out of your body a little bit, doesn't it? And look at yeah. everything mm-hmm. on, a bigger, on a bigger scale, a bigger picture. Absolutely. And it made me... I, you know, I've talked a lot about boundaries today and it made me really think about boundaries and and boundaries in terms of how other people react with us and how we, we set our boundaries with other people, but also the boundaries we have with ourselves mm. and whether or not it's a comfort zone boundary or an actual, no, this is my boundary. And I was thinking that actually 
our comfort zone is we can get to the edge of our comfort zone but if we break that it's not that your comfort zone is completely gone and you have no fears or no worries or whatever it's just grown bigger oh my god um that's my fear <laughs> i've been thinking about that if that falls that's going to be Hannah very almost loud. knocked her water bottle <laughs> oh um just you know it's it's that our comfort zone it, it it's it can be broken and it can be stepped out of but that's and, a really healthy thing it's really yes. healthy and there are so yeah. many exciting things and it doesn't mean that you can't come back into yeah. that space that that feels yeah. safe and that feels comfortable but you know we we have this saying in our house when when the kids are feeling anxious about doing something or we're feeling anxious about doing something we say okay is is it a safe thing to do yes are you feeling scared yes okay just do it scared because saying don't be scared don't be scared about doing this thing i can't tell someone's brain how to feel no. like that's just silly but just do it scared is the thing that has really helped me this two weeks <laughs> those last two weeks really um and everything up until that point it's 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 having that fear like my you know when i when i spoke to Mala and got that you know do you want to come on i was like there is no way why would they want to speak to me what what do i have all of these incredible artists that they've had already on the show why why on earth would they want to speak to me and i find it really hard personally to see my own achievements and my own successes like if i wrote it down i could i i could see them i'd be like those are some cool things that i did but i it's really hard for me to see those things so and i put a lot of I was really annoyed about that and really frustrated that I couldn't see the things that other people were seeing. So I've just decided to just not worry about it because if they're seeing it, great. If I can't see it, that's not going to change anytime soon. And if I just need to just yeah, put I that think, to the I side. I think achievements as a creative is a really difficult. So I think we, I think everybody listening, if they're in a creative field, will will absolutely relate to what you've just said about kind of not seeing their own achievements hmm. because I, I don't know it's just it's you know whatever creative field you're in in generally there's not kind of like a governing body that says hey you've achieved something great here we're going to give i mean unless you're like going to the oscars or the golden globes or something like that maybe maybe but maybe. in our self-employed yeah. small business kind of world yeah. there's no one to say you've achieved something great here yeah. So we have to kind of see it ourselves and it's just something we're not kind of conditioned to yeah. to, to, to be aware yeah. of, I don't think. And the yeah. only person who is going to be able to do that is yourself. Yeah. And I wish I was this deep all the time <laughs> and self-aware all the time. Yeah. Definitely not. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, coming to that conclusion in my head, not a conclusion because it's not final and I, I, don't, I wouldn't want anything within personal growth to be final. Mm. Um, but where I'm at right now, I'm just excited to get things wrong. I'm excited to do things scared and I'm excited to look a bit stupid. And because so far it's gotten me here. <laughs> it's, yep. um, I've been able to do my workshops. Um, my next one's in Dublin, like that is insane. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't just put myself yeah. out there. And this isn't to say that every time I put myself out there, it goes 100% perfectly all the time I had a uh, I mean to be fair I didn't market it well over Christmas but I had like a, a shoot along workshop a really really small intimate one sold one ticket but actually I just reframed it in my mind as great well I get to have this really awesome shoot along 
with this one photographer and I get to really get to know them, they get to work with me individually for a, a lot cheaper than it would have been to yeah. actually purchase a shoot along in itself. So there are so many ways that we can reframe crappy situations. And so that's what I'm really trying to do is just to rebrand situations in my head. Amazing, oh. no, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I don't know why you, you know, I don't know why you doubted your, um, yourself so much to in terms of like I was wanting to have you here. I think, um, you know, what you've what you've achieved has been amazing, and and just it's very very clear very quickly into yeah. into our conversation that you know you were going to bring value to the conversation, and you know don't doubt yourself again. Stop oh, doing please, that, please do not. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I yeah, I think the point you make about just experimenting and trying things all the time, I think is one is just massive. Um, Cause, yeah, it's like we've said it so many times. Like, what's the worst that could happen? What yeah, goes wrong? That's it. Yeah, you know. I've also started doing this thing, and it's a little bit mad, but aren't we all a little bit mad? Where I've had this mentality of they can only say no, and I just kind of say that phrase in my head. And I, um, I recently got a new phone, and it was like a refurbished one from this like uh, company where they recycle tech, and it's expensive to buy a phone, right? So I just messaged them on Instagram. I was like, hey, I'm about to buy a phone. Do you have a discount? What's the worst they can say? No, I would still be buying the phone, but this way I got a sweet discount. <laughs> so why not? And then yeah. I've been messaging brands that I really like their work. And I'm like, hey, do you want to work together? And if they don't have the space to do that, it's not personal. They just don't have the space to do that. And if it is personal, do I want to be working with them anyway? Probably not. Mm. So just, my sort of mottos I've been saying in my head is if I feel like I'm going to be judged, maybe I should just do that thing anyway because I want to do that thing. Uh, if you're feeling scared, just do it scared. And whatever one I just said, I don't remember. <laughs> we'll rewind it. We'll, we'll rewind. figure it out. Let me find. But do it scared is spot on. Oh, they great. can only say no. They can only say they no. They can only say no. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. Um, left field question. It's not even left field question, just changing the subject, really. What's in your kit bag? In my kit bag? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it depends on which bag I'm taking. So um, my regular bag, because I have my doula bag as well, that, and my birth photography bag is also different to my... I kind of just shove everything in. So it's, <laughs> it's mostly the same. Let, let's be true. I'm not that organized. Um, so I have uh, the Canon R5 um and got that middle of last year that's been great um and then my backup is the mark IV, the 5d mark IV, um because i had the three and the four and i was using the four on the live screen yeah like 100 percent of the time it just got to the point where i was just and i was like okay well this feels like a natural progression to it's incredible how phones have changed the way photographers use their oh DSLRs my god it's because, because of a phone a, yeah, yeah yeah that's it that's why that's it that's yeah. exactly oh, why okay. yeah. <laughs> I find myself doing it and I'm like why yeah. am I constantly using my my view I don't, I don't think I remember last time I looked through the viewfinder yeah, other than, other than to actually check a photo, like someone's eyes were in focus. Yeah, like yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it to review a photo, yeah. and people are like, mm. "Why are you taking a photo of the floor, mate?" I'm like, oh, no, I'm just checking the photo. And yeah, happens to every wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. And then I've got just a 
it, I, it's a cheapo little flash thing. Um, I probably should know that, but I don't. Um, uh, and I use that, and that's that's for births as well. And obviously, that's a whole different conversation about do we use flash in births or do we not yeah. use flash in births? Yeah. I can say confidently that you don't know it happens, and that's from my own experience as well. I think in my own experience, I noticed it went off once, and I was like, oh, cool, she's got the flash out. Nice. That means she's understanding the lighting here. So I was like, my photos are going to be great. <laughs> um, I have a flash and then a thousand batteries. I have my pig and um, I'm pretty sure I've got a snack in there. Has the pig got a name? Well, it, it did. Oh no, oh my God, I'm so silly. Yes, it does. I haven't got the pig out of my bag in such a long time. This is Bubbles. <laughs> um, the story with lovely Bubbles is my, my lovely, lovely grandfather used to own a pig called Bubbles and uh, Bubbles comes with me in Brilliant. my in my bag yes and here apparently <laughs> um uh that oh i think that's basically it Am I missing? Yeah. oh no yeah. i have like a video light as well which i've actually found that has been more helpful um to give to midwives at home births when their headlamps don't work yeah yeah um and they're like oh we should get some of these and it's it's super bright and the charge sticks for a thousand years it's really great um, I also have some fractals. Um, I don't use them very much. Um, and I have a plastic bag to... Ooh, let's get creative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I think at birth as well, like especially if you want to really implement your own style into it, which is, which is the point of you know, why we hire different photographers. It's not that it's a cookie cutter thing. It's we, we hire photographers because we resonate with their style. And that's the same for birth photography, even though it's you know, completely documentary. There are times in births where everything is the same for hours. They could just be asleep. And so you have to find, you can either rest yourself um, or if you're rested or you've had too much Lucozade and you're a little bit wired, then you can find creative ways to document within that time. And so I have, I have a few things in my bag. Um, sometimes I don't get to that point. Sometimes I have to run in with camera ready and just that's it um uh the quickest birth i've been at was oh my god i was called at four o'clock in the morning and it was in bristol so i got there at like 507 and then baby was born at 538 wow it was fast it was super super fast um and she was she was incredible actually i don't know how her husband she started laboring about 45 minutes before i got the call he set up the pool. He filled the pool. He got everything ready. The fairy lights It was lights a home birth. Up. It was a home birth. He called the midwives. He called me. And he was just like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, how are At you? four in the morning. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that's basically it in, in wow. my bag. Yeah. Never a dull day, is there? No, no. <laughs> A wedding's, Not in a, wedding's lives. A, a wedding's a bit a wedding's a bit boring now. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> no, I joke. I joke. They're not. But, oh, honestly, that's yeah. It's it's. Uh, scratching me, my head it? again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly, I, I've yeah. I, I feel like I could sit here for another hour or two. Yeah, and just, that's just just. I like... want to know more stories. I think. Yeah. Um, but it's been it has been genuinely magnificent to have you up here today to talk about. You know, I think you've been a wonderful guest thank you um, thank you very much I'm looking forward to people discovering your work 
and maybe seeing birth photography in a new light yeah. mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and just enjoying the conversation that you've had and the things that you've shared like just the the kind of just go for it and gives things a shot approach to yeah. to life and to business um or like what's the worst that could happen and um yeah yeah it's been brilliant absolutely brilliant any sort of photography tips that you would give to anyone wanting to start at birth photography um we can work with me if you want to (laughs) um Um, my main thing would just be to practice um practice being in uh, adaptable situations and uh, unpredictable situations so one of the things i say to um one of the exercises i give to my birth students is to have uh, I don't know, like an inanimate object, like a like a teddy or a pig, um, and to photograph that, but have someone switch the light on and off, or like just move like a candle next to it, or or, or move some fairy lights around, and yeah. just have so it's completely different out of control. Of lighting. Different yeah. types of lighting, yeah. and just making sure because it's the speed in which you can get that setting right, which yeah. is which is where that practice comes in. Um, I think the main thing actually is looking within yourself and knowing is it is this the path that is i want to you? go on is, yeah. is it for me um and the only way to know is to just dive into it and and really do your research and look at look at different photographers works there's some incredible incredible photographers birth photographers um in the uk or you know just dotted around the world and um just kind of immerse yourself and and see if that's the path for you because i think that's that's the first step before you even yeah. take like go into that room I don't think that just applies to birth photography I think that's yeah. just generally yeah yeah you know photography um, or creative fields whatever yeah. it might yeah. be I think it's yeah um and my last bit of advice would just be to just to have fun and 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 just go for it because the only person holding you back is you and I've learned that myself last year was a doozy this year not so much <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that that would be that that's it amazing and then we've got like a, a little final question that we ask we've asked every guest for what the yeah. last sort of 15 episodes now yeah. I think okay. haven't we so we just kind of like it like to finish on this one which is if you could go back to the 14 year old Hannah what would your what would your words of wisdom be oh, sweet little me little, <laughs> oh man I straightened my hair into oblivion that was such a mistake god what a 14 year old me I would say just look around you and see what makes you happy and just follow that and that if you really sort of really really look into yourself and look at your surroundings and and look at the things that are important to you you'll be fine and i'll just give him a big old hug i think that's the <laughs> that's the thing amazing yeah thank you so much thank Hannah. you thank you for having me it's You've been, been amazing absolutely incredible so much insight and wisdom and self-awareness that yeah we're truly grateful that you yes. made the time to come and join us i think people will find it fascinating yeah, yeah. i think it's a fascinating yeah. episode yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it really is it really is oh no thank you um, so much it's, it's where been how can people find you what can people do when they shout you out on instagram Fab. So uh, on Instagram, I'm at Hannah B Photography UK. Um, I'm mostly active on there. Um, I do have a Facebook, but it's it's automated through Instagram. So find me on Instagram. Drop me a DM. I'm happy to happy to chat or leave a voice note. Um, and uh, I also have a website which you can find through the Instagram bio. That's probably the easiest way to find it. It's yep. the usual W's Hannah B Photography UK. 
com, which usually is a bit confusing. But um, but everything's on there. I also have an education page, but we're actually getting rid of that and merging everything into this one big, amazing space. And that's coming this year, if I can decide on my branding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we we'll know the struggle. That battle. <laughs> the battle is real. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is, is the Instagram and um, everything's sort of on there and I'm really, really active on there and love meeting new people and love making those connections. So the, the Instagram's the Amazing. Well, the, thank the you very, yeah. very, very much for coming thank up to you. Derby today. Um, Igor, any parting words? What do people need to do? People need to hit you up with the first words being big up to the toe. And that's how <laughs> you'll know that they found you through okay, another idea. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and no, seriously, thank you so much for just bringing so much gold to this episode. And thank you, you the audience for once again hanging out with us and constantly yeah. being uh <laughs> we're out like an hour and 35 in yeah aren't we? that's oh, it nice. constantly being yeah. faithful to to our musings so yeah yeah it's it's incredible so yeah we cannot wait to bring you another goodie one but we'll leave you with this one and yeah have a good one cheers guys thank you very much wonderful Woo. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.